For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome in to the St. Louis Cardinals podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. My name is Seth Dewald, and this is episode one of the St. Louis Cardinals podcast. And you might be wondering, who is Seth Dewald and what qualifies him to do a podcast? on the St. Louis Cardinals. Why should I listen to this guy? Well, let me tell you about myself before we get started on this adventure, this journey together. Um, me chronicling the St. Louis Cardinals, everything that you need to know week in and week out in the off season, during the season, in the playoffs, whatever the season, whatever, wherever the MLB season takes us. And we never really know what's going to happen, which is the magical part about baseball. I have been a St. Louis Cardinals fan since I can remember. Some of my earliest memories are listening to Jack Buck on the radio. My parents always had the game on. And my my mom it has been a lot, lifelong St. Louis Cardinals fan. My dad, lifelong St. Louis Cardinals fan. My grandpa, my late grandpa, St. Louis Cardinals fan. And my grandma as well, to this day, her whole life has been a St. Louis Cardinals fan. So I've, I've been a Cardinals fan my entire life. And what's funny about this too, is the other side of my family, they were Cubs fans. And so it, it gives me a unique perspective into what I consider. And we'll talk about this more on the podcast, the best rivalry in baseball. I know some people say Red Sox Yankees, but to me, the best rivalry in baseball is the St. Louis Cardinals and the Chicago Cubs. And we'll get into that, why, why I feel that way. But I, I think it's obvious. It's the friendliest rivalry there is. There's some contention there. But I, I've been to Wrigley. I've been to Bush when they play the Cubs, when the Cardinals play the Cubs. And to me, it's the best. So, so, so now, why am I doing a podcast, right? Well, because Believe, this podcast network that you should go check out, by the way, they have several other podcasts they've given me this platform to talk about the st louis cardinals it's one of my favorite things to do i mean i love to talk about the st louis cardinals you're listening to a podcast about the st louis cardinals that tells me that you're invested in the team you want to know what's going on and the purpose of this podcast is to give you all the latest news and notes surrounding the st louis cardinals all in one place all in about 25 minutes and as we go through this, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to answer your questions along the way. You can email me at seth.diewold at gmail.com, or you can DM me on Twitter at Seth underscore D-I-E-W-O-L-D. My DMs are wide open, and I'd love to, to answer your questions on the podcast. So that is a little bit about myself. Why why am I doing a podcast? Why Why? Am I doing a podcast about the St. Louis Cardinals? And, and when it comes to the St. Louis Cardinals in 2023, 
we're we're left with more questions than answers, right? I mean, we were give we were given the grand exit from Adam Wainwright. That was it, it was great for any Cardinals fan to see him get his 200th win. I mean, however you feel about his country music performance, most people really, really like that. But the 2023 season for the St. Louis Cardinals was a disaster, right? There's no getting around that. 71 wins is not going to cut it in St. Louis. And many fans are angry. Perhaps you're amongst them frustrated at the very least about what should have been, what most people were predicting was going to be, I mean, another NL Central Championship heading into the season. Most prognosticators, most experts thought that that's what was going to happen. The Cardinals were going to win the Central. I mean, they had the, I mean, they, they had a great team. I mean, there were question marks about the starting pitching, but did we think it was going to fall off this harshly? No, nobody did. Nobody saw this coming, right? And of course, the, the biggest problem, and we're going to talk about the problems uh, what went wrong today for the 2023 St. Louis Cardinals? And the obvious one is the starting pitching, right? The starting pitching, according to fan graphs, the, the St. Louis Cardinals starting pitchers ranked number 26 in ERA, number 29 in strikeouts per nine innings, and number 19 in war. And a, and a stat that gets referenced a lot when, when people talk about the St. Louis Cardinals is that, yes, the starting pitching ERA was bad. But they were number one in batted balls in play, which some people would point out and go, well, they, they, they're getting unlucky because every ball that they're hit, that's hit, that that's in play, you know, it's falling in. We're talking about jam shots, you know, infield hits, these type of things. But that's that's exactly what the Cardinals need to fix on their roster heading into 2024 is they don't have these pitchers that other teams have that can miss bats. They need strikeout pitchers, right? Especially in the starting pitching rotation. They don't have them. So when those balls do get hit, like they're finding the whole, that, that, that's going to happen. You could call it unlucky, but it's the way the Cardinals built their roster, built their starting pitching staff. And it, it just, it's not working. You know, this season was proof of that. So this has to improve if the Cardinals, obviously the starting pitching has to improve if the St. Louis Cardinals are going to take a step in 2024. But not only the starting pitching was bad, but the relief pitching was bad as well. According to fan graphs, the St. Louis Cardinals relief pitchers ranked number 23 in ERA, number 26 in strikeouts per nine, number 14 in wins above replacement. And again, that batted balls in play or BABIP stat is very high for the relief pitcher, pitching, but it's the same problem there. I know Ryan Helsley was out for a good portion of the season right and he's your closer there are injury concerns with him but he's going to be back and and presumably healthy so that will help that will help the situation but it's the same issue in the bullpen is you have guys down there that they're just not missing bats and that's going to have to improve as we head towards 2024 it's a huge problem but that's not the only problem the cardinals had in 2023 right the defense was also a problem the defense, the, this is probably the most startling thing that happened, right? Because you have players like Nolan Arnato, right? Not too long ago, you had five gold glove winners on the team. And this year, for whatever reason, and you could say Jordan Walker struggled defensively in the outfield. Nolan Gorman, I think he made strides defensively. But you had some some players, not great defensive players, playing out there. Um, the Cardinals ranked number 20 
in defensive runs saved, according to the fielding Bible, right? This was a stat that they were top five in uh, the previous season. They ranked number 24 in Fangraph's defensive stat, which measures fielding and positional adjustment in one statistic. So it's how well do you field and how well do you adjust um, to where the, the other team's hitting the ball. And and you might say, well, the shift, right? Out all the shift, the Cardinals can't position themselves as well as they once could. And there's some truth to that. But the Cardinals are going to have to adjust to the league. The league is not going to bring the shift back, right? The Cardinals are going to have to adjust to this new MLB, to the to the rules that MLB institutes. And so far, it would appear as though the Cardinals aren't doing it, right? So what wins championships? Defense, which the Cardinals were bad at, and pitching, which the Cardinals were also bad. They were their starting pitching was bad. And the, to look to the future, right? The Cardinals, Mosaic, John Mosaic, president of baseball operations, has already said that they're going to need three starting pitchers in the rotation. And I would argue that potentially they need more than that because I don't know if you can rely on Steven Matz to be healthy for a full season. So really, you're talking Miles Michaelis, some of the guys they traded for, like Drew Rahm and you know Matthew Libertor are down there. Dakota Hudson, who knows, right? Takoa Roby. I mean, these are some of the guys that potentially could fill those starting rotation. And we're going to have more than enough time to talk about what the Cardinals should do, right? Like how should they address their starting pitching? How, who should they be targeting? Um, we're going to have more than enough time, but for this episode, we're going to, we're going to talk about what went wrong and we're going to look at a team that's in the world series right now that had a season in 2022, much like the Cardinals had a season in 2023. That was bad. And we're going to look to see where they ranked and if it's possible for the Cardinals to turn it around, right? And then we're we're going to get into the to the Yadier Molina stuff. That's that's the biggest news I think is the potential for Yadier Molina returning as some as a coach of some kind. Um, so we'll get into that after a word uh, from our sponsors. We are back. Thank you so much for hanging in there. My name is Seth Dewald. You can follow me on Twitter at Seth underscore D-I-E-W-O-L-D. My DMs are wide open, as I said in the at the beginning of the episode. Feel free to ask me a question. And in these podcasts, I will do my best to answer a question. You know, if nothing, we could also have a conversation on the X or the Twitter or whatever it's called these days. So let's take a look at a team that's in the World Series right now that had a bad season in 2022. Um, and we're talking about the Texas Rangers, right? The Texas Rangers were in a very similar situation to the Cardinals in 2022, right? No, but I mean, the Texas Rangers were 68 and 94. They finished even worse than the Cardinals in 2022. And the Cardinals, the Rangers in 2022 had terrible starting pitching, right? In 2022, the Rangers ranked number 25 in starting pitching ERA, number 12 in relief pitching ERA. They were number 19 in strikeouts per nine in both both their starters and their relievers. Their defense was middle of the pack. They were they weren't a very good baseball team in 2022. And in 2023, they turned things around. Uh, they were number seven in defensive run save. They were number two in Fangraph's defensive metric. 
They were number seven in starting pitching ERA. They were number 19 in case per nine. So they weren't striking out a ton of people, but their starting pitching ERA was, was compensating for that. And their defense was certainly helping. Their relief pitching was not great. They were number 24 in relief pitching ERA, number 22 in strikeouts per nine. Um, but they were able to turn it around and they brought in Bruce Bochy and they brought in Mike Maddox, former pitching coach, the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, who is famously quoted as saying I, you know, something along the lines of, I wish the, the Cardinals would just let us do our jobs. And he quote unquote retired. And then he came back with the Rangers and we know how that had played out. You know, they're in the world series right now. So when people ask me, can the Cardinals turn this around? Of course they can. Of course they can. The Cardinals can easily turn this around. And we are going to talk about what they need to do specifically to turn it around, right? Obviously, they need starting pitching. But I think it goes deeper than that. I really do. I think the Cardinals, not only do they need starting pitching, but they need to tailor their roster to include the best defensive players at the position, at, at positions, right? They need to tailor their roster to be a pitching and defense team because we everybody knows this is this you look at the teams in the world series you look at the teams that make the playoffs you look at the best teams in major league baseball what do they do well they strike people out they have great pitching great starting pitching and they play great defense it's it's a truism that has not changed defense and pitching win championships in baseball and that's what that's exactly what the cardinals need to do they have a great offense. They have great young talent position-wise, right? Nolan Gorman's great. Jordan Walker's great. Tommy Edmond. I'm a big fan of Tommy Edmond. Brendan Donovan. And, of course, we all know they have Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arnato, Wilson Contreras, you know, hopefully catching. Well, I mean, we, there's so much to get into this first episode. I feel like I'm all, we're going all over the place. But you can see that the Cardinals have talent. And th- what they need to do is they need to focus their roster again, recalibrate, and they need to field the best defensive team while still not sacrificing much on the offensive side, the best defensive team, and the best starting pitching rotation that they could possibly get, that they can possibly muster up. That's, I think, pitching and defense. It has to be the focus uh, if they're going to turn this around. That's exactly what the Texas Rangers did. They focused on defense. They focused on bringing in quality starting pitchers that they believed in, that they believed they could they could turn around. I mean, Nathan Navaldi, John Gray, these are some of the names that the Texas Rangers brought in, the, frankly, names that the Cardinals could have brought in, right? The, the, the Cardinals, I mean, the Cardinals really didn't do much of anything other than bringing back Adam Wainwright. So they have themselves to blame. They they painted themselves into this corner, Um that in in this place where they're going to have to spend money on starting pitching, which frankly has me a little concerned because it's not something they've ever done before. Like you go where you look for a, a big contract that the Cardinals have paid out for a starting pitcher. And you go down the line and you're like, well, Mike leak. I mean, uh, it, there, there's just not much there. So there's not much evidence that the Cardinals are going to be willing to pay shell out big money for a starting for, for starting pitching, but it's something that they're going to have to do, or they're going to have to trade for multiple. Right. So that's, that's exactly how they can turn it around. And, and it's, it's more than possible, but they're going to have to spend, they're going to have to get, they're going to have to really overhaul 
the starting pitching, the bullpen, and focus on defense um, and run prevention because that's exactly what the Milwaukee Brewers have been doing. And I know it's not led them to a World Series, but the Milwaukee Brewers are now the model organization in the NL Central. I mean, a team doing just a tremendous amount of success. It's very impressive what the Milwaukee Brewers have been able to do. So that's the team. That's the model uh, that the Cardinals should be looking at is run prevention and starting pitching. And so in the future, we in, in our next episodes, series of episodes, we'll be talking about the specific players the Cardinals need to target. But that's what went wrong for the Cardinals. So we'll, we'll talk about one of those things that they could do. And it involves Yadier Molina, right? So the biggest rumor out there regarding the St. Louis Cardinals is will Yadier Molina return to the St. Louis Cardinals? And frankly, can it make a difference, right? Will Yadi's presence in the clubhouse, if he is a daily part of the coaching staff with the team, you know, 162 games, which there are still some question marks about what capacity, what role he's going to have. There's a ton of speculation out there, but we aren't sure. What we are sure of is it, there's a good chance that this happens, right? I mean, according to multiple reports, um, Yadier Molina has a good chance of returning to the Cardinals. He's quoted as saying it himself. I mean, he's quoted as saying there is something cooking, quote, unquote. I've had various offers in the United States. He And he references the, the Miami Marlins and St. Louis, right? And he even says there's a 90% chance that it happens. 90%. And he says, I see myself managing, coaching in the United States for a few years. I like it. I'm a guy that is fascinated with baseball and I'm very passionate about it. To have an opportunity like that, I cannot pass. So it sounds like Molina would be very interested if the Cardinals were to ha offer him a position in the, in the organization, right? I'm sure that the Cardinals are also interested in that. They should be. And if he's talking to multiple teams, right, let's face it. The Cardinals better be the team that that gets Yadier Molina to be a part of their coaching staff because if he goes to Miami, it means those negotiations went terribly wrong, right? So it, that I I have a hard time seeing him coaching for any other team but the St. Louis Cardinals. But I think this is fascinating for a couple of reasons, and and conversation about this is all over the place. But I just want to point out this. I think uh, Charlie Marlowe made a good point when this news broke out a few weeks ago, right? When, when things uh, rumors about Yadier Molina returning to the Cardinals started, um, I believe it was a report from Fox two or something. I, I'd have to uh, Martin Kilcone or uh, it's a name I can't say. And I apologize for that. But Charlie said, okay, say they, they hire Yadier Molina to be the bench coach which is great. I think it's nothing but a good thing, right? It, having that wealth of knowledge, that experience, Hall of Fame caliber catcher, one of the best defensive catchers that's ever played the game, in my opinion, one of the best defensive catchers, if not the best defensive catcher I've ever watched play in your clubhouse with the team, 162 games, right? That would that that has to be nothing but a positive. I don't think anybody would argue that. However, however, if the Cardinals get off to a, a rough start, much in the same way that they did this year, and Yadier Molina's in that dugout, 
let's say he's the bench coach, right? That's probably the best possible job the Cardinals could offer him if he's the bench coach. How soon do we think that the pitchforks are going to come out, that the, the fans, the St. Louis Cardinal faithful, the three million plus that show up every year are going to be calling for Yadier Molina to take over as manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. How fast is that going to happen? Because you know, I know, your brother knows, your mom knows. That's going to happen if the Cardinals get off to a slow start and Yadier Molina's in that dugout, sitting next to Ali Marmol, the manager, who is coming off managing a team that had the worst season since 1990, I believe it was, the, the team that was managed by three Hall of Fame managers, right? Coming off of that, how soon... Do we think that the fans are going to be shouting yadi 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 wanting him to take over as manager because we all know that that's going to happen. And if you're Ali Marmol, I'm just going to say it. If if the St. Louis Cardinals hire Yadi, is it the beginning of the end for Ali Marmol as manager? Because he's on let's face he's has to be on thin ice in 2024. It, it's it's actually remarkable that they brought him back, really, to be to be very honest. This is the team that fired Mike Shield after winning 90 games, winning 17 straight, and they bring back Ali Marmol after you know, he wins 71 games and misses the playoffs, not even close. You know, the Cardinals uh, have the, one of the worst seasons they've ever had. And so it's going to be a fascinating story to monitor. I think the Cardinals are going to sign Yadier Molina. And I think if they do, if they do, which Yachty's interested, it feels like the Cardinals are interested. I think it spells the beginning of the end for Ali Marmol as manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. And I would have to think that if Yachty is interested in being the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, if the Cardinals get off to a slow start and and Ali is fired, I would think that Yachty or Molina would have to be the favorite to take over as manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. But I'd be, I be—I want to know what you think about this. I, I want to get the conversation going. Do you think they're going to sign Yachty? Where, what do you think he's going to – what position are they going to offer him? I think bench coach makes a lot of sense. What do you think? And do you think – how do you feel about Ali Marmol as manager, right? I mean, going forward, I mean, does does this spell the beginning of the end for him? And what do you think Because it's going to drive future episodes? What do you think the Cardinals really need to do? Who do they need to sign? What pitchers should they bring in? What what area of focus do they need to uh, to have as they head toward the 2024 offseason as we're sitting watching Adolis Garcia just absolutely tear up postseason play? Um, the Cardinals, that leaves us a sour taste in our mouth to be sure. But what do you think? What do you think should happen? I'd, I'd be fascinated to know your answer. Again, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Seth underscore D-I-E-W-O-L-D. You can email me at Seth dot D-I-E-W-O-L-D on the Gmail. And if, uh, like and subscribe. Follow the, the, the Believe Network wherever it goes. I'm v- so grateful to them for giving me this platform, giving me this opportunity to talk to you, the fans, the best fans in professional sports the fans of the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, and I'm so excited to be doing this. And uh, so go, so check out believe you can, you can go to their website. You can check out their podcasts. This, if you like this one, if you like another professional sports team, 
there's a good chance that they have that podcast as well. Download those podcasts, right? Listen to it. Um, it's so convenient. So check out all the podcasts that Believe has to offer. And until next time, again, reach out to me. Let me know what you think. What should the Cardinals do in 2024? What moves should they make? I'd love to hear from you. So until next time, be good, everybody. And let's go, Cardinals. Let's go, Cardinals. Let's get some starting pitching. And let's get back to where we belong, which is at the top of the NL Central Division and back in those playoffs competing for a World Series championship. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.